podcast episode 82. I'm your host Elizabeth Collins and um, this week I'm I did a, I'm going to do a podcast in which I'm uh, a little out of my depth um, but I am doing it because I as usual I just want to get that out there and and uh, I'm only talking about my thoughts as usual and you know what I'm feeling about about things um and um I was pro- I was uh, pr- uh prompted uh to do this uh podcast because of what's been happening at the moment there's a lot of publicity around it at the moment and um um, I wasn't going to do a podcast about it because, like I say, it's generally some some things that I don't really talk about. I'm a little out of my depth. I'm not a, you know, I, I don't have a lot of knowledge about politics or anything like that. Um, but it's political in that uh, it's sort of part of this whole... Um, uh, oppression uh, by the state of people but my thoughts about it are probably quite a lot different from most people around um, and I just I noticed I, I don't I haven't been going on the Facebook or Twitter or anything like that very much at all lately because I have things that are going on um, and I just have to get through those things before I can really of course, I do go on there, and you know, if I see something, I really just have to comment on it. Well, but I'm not spending a lot of time on there. But I noticed that um, I found out about the news that um, these 12 activists uh, from Animal Equality, the Spanish uh, original um, group, uh, and in Spain, have been imprisoned on charges. I believe the charges are eco-terrorism. That's the official word. And um, and then I see a lot of activity about that, and there's of course a huge amount of attention about it. And um, I find it really depressing the whole thing, and I'm sure a lot of people do. But I find it depressing for not the the same reasons that a lot of people do, and then maybe for some different reasons of my own. Um, I'm going to choose my words carefully, as best I can, and. Um, I hope that I can make it clear what I'm trying to say. But uh, first of all, um, all I can say is that I think there's going to be a lot of people who capitalize on on this um, and um, who love this kind of thing and thrive on this kind of thing. Um, And and they're going to do what they normally do. It's just like the Shark 7, you know. And all that kind of stuff. These aren't the first animal activists jailed. Um, I think that um, in this case, the charges are unproved. I mean, they haven't got any evidence, um, apparently. So um, that's what I've read, and um, that that um, and it does seem that the activity that they're being charged for is not. Um, is more reflective of of other groups like um, Animal Liberation Front and things like that. Before I say anything else, I would like to say that if 
when it when it comes to um, this right now, any whoever whoever did release those minks, which is I believe the prime thing these guys are being uh, officially charged with. Well, I don't think that's the, you know, I don't think that's the reason that they're being arrested. I think there's other reasons, but um, whoever did that, if they really cared about um, justice, as they claim, and liberation and freedom, as they claim, then they should step forward, and these activists would uh, then, um, you know, so that would be justice for the people. If it, if it wasn't these people who did it, people who did it, if you really, if they really represent everything they claim to represent, then they should go and um, claim and and admit that they were the ones who did it. Now, I'm not saying, you know, a lot of times, you know, things get misunderstood. Um, you know, I acknowledge the injustice of the state. I acknowledge the terrible prejudice, the hypocrisy of our entire. Uh, political, legals, oppression, in so many ways I read the news every day and I just want to scream, you know, I mean, don't we all? I mean, it's just horrifying, I mean, it, right now they're charging a woman for murder from her fetus dying, but um, when, when you think, so, so you know, and um, so like I say, the, the the real people who did that, if they really do care about justice, they could stand up and say, "Hey, we believe in what we do. You know, we we believe that um, it's wrong to imp uh, imprison and enslave and exploit uh, non-human animals for and treat them as things. That's why we liberated the minks from the farm. Um, however, we also um, don't think it's fair that these other uh, activists are being unfairly imprisoned. So we're going to stand up and say, well, we're you know we're the ones who did it.' And um, but I don't think I don't know if they will. And so what does that tell you? But anyway." Um, and um, so I just wanted to put that out there, first of all. But what I want to say about this whole thing is, um, I really feel like it really makes me sad because, um, like I say, of course I acknowledge the injustice of this. I just, it would be so ridiculous if anybody to claim that I didn't. Um, and the importance of, you know, speaking out against the injustice of it. Um, you know, I know that um, Patty Mark in Australia was accused many, many, many times, and she always stood up for her things and went to court and stuff like that. Um, she never actually got prosecuted for anything or convicted, I believe. Um, thank goodness. But um, the bottom line is, you know, we now what I see happening with this, and what really just sort of bums me out about this whole thing is I see that the entire sort of movement that was kind of at the very least going towards promoting veganism you know the entire movement that was at least way more than the rest of the movement supportive of promoting veganism and non-violence um, is going to spend all their time and energy and all their resources on focusing on this particular event and none of it's going to be about veganism. It's going to be all about um, this um, this this particular happening. And it could it could actually um, you know drag drag gone. Um, 
and I think that um, any any decent person who is a lawyer in Spain uh, ought to be out there, like Gary Francione, you know, when he was a lawyer, he recognized that the important thing to do was to represent people who are trying to do, who are trying to do vegan advocacy. Um, he doesn't support um, activities that are um, breaking and entering or things like that, um, for good reason, um, for radical reasons, you know. Um, at the moment, I mean, it doesn't mean you're kowtowing to the state and being a, a FBI informant or whatever all this other garbage that people say. It just means you're actually uh, realizing that um, right now we need to change the paradigm. But, um, you know, and there is a lot of support, I guess. Um, there, there is a lot of, because of the vegan advocacy, there are a lot of vegans being created and um, they're supporting those. But um, Gary Francione recognized the importance of anyone who claims to be an animal rights lawyer because animals are property and they have no rights, focusing on defending people who were unequivocally and non-violently supporting the rights of non-human animals. So anybody in Spain who's an animal lawyer or whatever, instead of you know doing pet custody cases or whatever it is, if there's even any, they ought to be taking up these people's case. And they know what they're doing and they know the law and they can work in the, in the system um, because whether we like it or not... Um, these activists are now embroiled in the legal system and the political system of their country, uh, of, a, of a state that has, um, you know, literally has now got power over their freedom, um, not to the same extent as non-human animals are embroiled in an unjust system. I mean, the activists aren't going to be seen, they're not viewed as things, you know, they're legal persons. But bottom line is we're, there is this overwhelming paradigm that still has to change. Um, and... Um, I just think it's really sad that, that, that this has happened and I don't think that they've been targeted because they were doing vegan leafleting and vegan food giveaways. I really don't, okay? Um, there's a lot of things that they were doing that would have caused them to be targeted. But anyway, um, so I just want to say that I really, 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 really hope. First of all, I if I, if I was, you know... I just, I can see people capitalizing on this. I can see the focus being taken away from vegan advocacy for maybe a long time. Um, and um, I just hope it doesn't. I mean, I could be wrong, you know, uh, but I see there are people who really thrive on this kind of thing. They love to scream and shout and they love to, you know, complain and, you know, and it really doesn't really help the people who are in jail. What the people who are in jail need is good lawyers right now. Okay? That's the bottom line. So what I, what I was just like to say is, you know, uh, let's let's um, you know. I would hope and I would believe that the activists would not want people to stop doing vegan advocacy. Um, that they want decent lawyers, and I mean, of course, they don't want to be in jail. They don't want to be unjustly imprisoned, and they certainly don't want to be deprived of food because they are being deprived of food. Because for a vegan being offered anything but vegan food is being deprived of of, of food. I mean, it's the same thing. So if I was in jail and I wasn't being fed vegan food, I would refuse to eat as well. And I do believe that they're, these, you know, these people are oppressing them even further by refusing to give them vegan food. So yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just, just so, so, you know, but I just, I just hate it. It's just like the Shark 7. It's just going to be like that. And um, it's it sort of, I just, I really wish that people would listen. 
I really wish that people would have listened to Gary Francione. He knows what he's talking about. It's not because he doesn't, it's not because he supports the state. It's not because, and I'm not speaking for him, I'm speaking about my thoughts on things that I agree with because I think about them. Now, the fact that, you know, Gary Francione doesn't um, break and enter or do anything like that doesn't make him any less brave than those people who do go and do things like that. And that, the fact that they do do those things, which I, I'm not saying that they did what they've been charged with, what I was trying to say is that the people who are um, doing unequivocal vegan advocacy that doesn't involve um, in situations where existing laws can be used against them, whether those laws are unjust or not, they're there and they can be used against us. And they're creating more laws, especially capitalizing on things like, you know, that these other activists that are, that are doing that we're trying to say, please, you're actually making things worse for us. If you want to save individual animals, there are many, many, many ways of doing that that don't involve um, causing the state to have the opportunity to use these laws against you. And obviously, I don't support the laws. And if it was in any way effective, the way that a lot of the civil rights um, demonstrations and things were, because they had this unbelievable, huge support from society. I mean, like I say, I'm 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 new to this. Like I don't have a good background in history, and I don't have a good knowledge of politics or law or anything like that. I I I'm only going with my own thoughts. I'm not an expert. I'm not afraid to say what I think, though. And um, if I'm uninformed, you know, I'm sorry. Um, but um, so, so it just, so for example, myself, right now, they can't arrest me for doing leafleting. Um, what I actually do do, I can't, there is no law that they can use against me because everything I'm doing is, um, doesn't break any laws. Um, the actual things that I do don't break any laws at the moment because um, we are a very, very small, you know, minority and I don't even, we don't even have the support of the majority of vegans in the world to promote unequivocal veganism, but they do support um, other things, you know. <laughs> um, but um, what I'm saying is that with, with, with the, with the state and the, and the, and the people capitalizing on um, certain things, there may come a day where they decide to make it illegal to, um, uh, um, give out uh, vegan um, uh, literature. I don't really see see it happening, but but um, you know, in my community, what I need to do is concentrate on vegan activism so that this doesn't happen here. So they say, if there ever came a day where I was arrested or somebody else was arrested, um, then there would be a, a a huge support in society that would laugh it out of court. You know, there wouldn't be um, magistrates or judges who would be willing to do it because we'd be changing the paradigm. I don't think we're there yet. Now, um, I know that there's been, um, you know, lots of shows of support and things. And like I said, I think a lot of people are capitalizing on this just to, you know, and a lot of people are mostly interested in promoting themselves. But um, whatever. Um, this is, uh, it's hard for me to articulate. I just got really sad because I saw this and I thought, you know, here we go again. And, um, I would like to think that if I was ever in, if I ever did end up in jail, and I I don't um, know, you know, um, at this point I don't see it happening for a long, long time. I mean, in New Zealand, I mean that you know, I'm just so small. Right? I mean, I'm really just one person with maybe three or four other people. You know, we're really just like 
three or four or five individuals. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but I knew that that when I first came to New Zealand anyway. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing, but what I'm saying is we're not this kind of really big, highly publicized group, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, okay, the state is targeting these people and it is unjust and everything like that, and they do have a lot of support and everything, but we haven't changed the paradigm. We haven't even begun to change the paradigm. We haven't even begun. We haven't even begun to even think about changing the paradigm. So, um, but if I was ever to be arrested to do with some kind of advocacy that I'm doing or in claims of whatever kind of in response to animal activism, which I don't know how peaceful, nonviolent vegan activism, you know, that, that, that doesn't involve like breaking into a farm and, um, or like going to a farm and like, you know, because animals are property, you know, they're things (sighs) anyway. So, um, but I, I would like to think that all of the people that I know would get busy um, continuing to promote veganism. And yeah, they could, you know, if, if, if they had the chance to speak out against what was happening, you know, if I was being unjustly imprisoned, yeah, you know, speak out against it and, and all that kind of thing. Don't, don't change the whole focus of the movement and the whole focus of all the work that's been done for, for however many years um, to suddenly turn into this big focus on, it's, it should always be about veganism. So don't lose the focus. Don't make it into a fur thing or a, um, uh, I see this is coming out all wrong, but I just, I just see worrying things. I just see that this could take up so much time and energy and I don't know how, you know, how else to help them than to just continue to try to change the paradigm. Um, and sometimes it feels like I, I am, uh, like, you know, we're just a drop in the ocean. And I'm talking about, uh, as an abolitionist, I'm only talking about myself as an abolitionist. And um, and um, I just noticed that this was happening, and I just see there is, um, I just would really hope that uh, the people who are going through this um, try to keep their you know, the people who support them focused because vegan advocacy, they were really good at it. I mean, when they did it, they, they, it was amazing and they did it more than, like I say, on a grand scale than any other big group that I've known. The only other people I know, the only people I know who promote veganism unequivocally in everything they say and do are abolitionists. And, you know, we don't have a little something for everybody. Like, we don't support, like, leaping in the middle of a, of a like, a rodeo and screaming and shouting and, 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 and like, you know, jumping in, in, in the middle and, and, and being, you know, dragged out of there and stuff like that. So, so people who are into that kind of thing, they, they don't feel like, you know, we, you know, we have anything to offer them. You know what I mean? Because we don't think that that's effective for very good reasons. We don't think it's effective. It's not really about us. Um, and, um, and because we, um, what, whatever, and we don't support obviously single issue campaigns, you know, but we do support vegan advocacy, unequivocal vegan advocacy. And I really, really just, I just really hope that, um, this doesn't, throw a spanner in the works of vegan advocacy because I think that would be a real shame and I think that the people who are going through this the activists who are going through this wouldn't want that either so um, I really hope 
that the charges are dropped and that they, um, you know, they get, you know, it's a, everything works out for them. Um, and um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen to them. I don't know if I've, if I've expressed what I want to express with this. Um, I just really wish that, you know, people would listen to Gary Francione, but a lot of people just don't. They just refuse to listen to him. And, um, and they call, and they, they, they just call, um, at names like saying that they're not, you know, that they're armchair activists and, and that we're, um, oh gosh, it's just really depressing. It really, really is. I, um, animals are property. There are things in the eyes of our, of our world. We haven't even begun to address that yet. And the vast majority of our world, human world, doesn't even have a clue about even the beginnings of what that means. And until they do, until at least a decent amount of them do, then anything that we do that gives people tools, easy tools to oppress us, and um, evidence and 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 uh, of of anything remotely violent, um, and I'm I'm not directing this at any individual in particular. Now I'm just talking in general about why I agree with Gary Francione. Why I agree. My brain has thought about it. <laughs> I'm not, you know. But um, I um, I really. You know, I wish that, um, I just wish that more people would um, support um, unequivocal, creative, nonviolent vegan advocacy. Um, I'm sad that um, a lot of people seem to have to need to um, kind of do all kinds of stunts and things. And um, that it seems to be the only way that they feel satisfied that they've actually done anything. But to me, it's this like it doesn't really actually do anything um, fundamental um, because you're not you're not standing up for the right of all animals not to be property. You're just like chaining yourself to the wall, to the door of a shop that sells the fur of some animals. You know, so you're just focusing on those particular animals and their particular use, and that's speciesist. And um, and I'm not talking now. I've I, like I said, I've moved away from speaking about um, anyone in particular. Like this isn't related to this particular event and these arrests that are going on. These are just now, just some of the thoughts that I have that were brought up by um, this whole thing. Um, and the, like I said, the only way that I can show any solidarity to any activist even if I don't support everything that they do. And um, and this includes those who are in jail for, like, smashing up laboratories or whatever. Um, I don't agree with that, because I think it's ineffective. Um, like I say, for the trillion billionth time, for an individual animal, their life is everything to them. There are many, 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 
animals everywhere you look every single day, every single day, that need, that are going to be killed, be put to death one way or another. And there is plenty of opportunities to save individual animals. Um, and it's very, very important. Um, I really, very much support um, providing home and shelter and safety for life for any non-human animal that you can, because they're all property. Um, but um, there are plenty of opportunities to do that without giving, you know, without providing easy tools uh, for oppression against yourself. Because, like I say, right now, let's just. You know, and who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with this case. Um, maybe something good is going to come out of it. You know, I don't know. I'm not really up with the times over in Europe. I'm in New Zealand, and believe me, things are vastly different here <laughs> with regard to the vegan movement. Um, but um, all I can say is please don't. My, my way of, of showing solidarity with with anything to do with animal activism is to promote veganism, to never stop talking. Even if it's talking to another vegan, I I don't think it's a waste of time to continuously, because there are so many vegans who don't advocate unequivocally for the rights of non-human animals not to be used. I mean, so anytime you, you speak out for that, you're, 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 it's worth, it's a worthwhile, it's worthwhile. Um, I really do think that um, it's like a ripple effect and you can already see it kind of happening anyway, can't you? I mean, whether you like it or not, everywhere you look now, all over the world, there are abolitionists. And I do believe that um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen because I sometimes I look around and I think, oh, people are just, they're just too human-centric. And um, they just like a show. They just want a big show. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we just got to keep doing what we're doing. And um, that's what I'm going to do as best I can. And um, But um, so yeah, so I don't even know if I'm going to publish this podcast because I have no idea. If anybody's even going to understand it, I certainly, I mean, I do, I do know that there was a lot of contra, like a lot of people who support um, these other groups uh, are very opposed to um, abolitionists because a lot of abolitionists tried to warn people about um, some of the activities and. Um, to maybe suggest that maybe right now we should be focusing on creative nonviolent vegan education and that there are plenty of ways to rescue. Um, and I do hope that things don't get worse for us before they get better so that a person who simply hands out a pamphlet in the street can be arrested for that, um, which, you know, there's so much about this world that's unjust. I mean, it's just overwhelming. And I'm just talking even in a human context. I mean, even before I was a vegan, it was un- astonishing to me how much injustice there was being done to people, uh, to, to people, um, to women, to black people, to um, other um, uh, non-whites, um, to gays, to, um, you know, uh, to disabled people. I mean, it's just mind-blowing. It's just mind-blowing. 
this world it'll just it'll just blow your mind like you sometimes you just have to really take a deep breath because you will just want to scream and I don't like screaming it doesn't make me feel good uh, I've tried to find a way to um, I'm always trying to find a way to cope with all of the bad news and you know I try to be positive you know but um, if you if you're not <laughs> um, if you're not a little bit perturbed on a daily basis then you're really not paying attention and that's very much putting it mildly like, um, you know, if I really, really had my way, like, I would just go and live in a cave and, like, just drink water and just, like, not even, like, talk to anybody or even leave the cave, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm sure we all, I'm sure we're all aware of that. So, yeah, so, uh, it's just unbelievable. And, um, as a woman, the fact that they're prosecuting this person for her fetus, it's just, um... It's very scary. This world is so patriarchal. It's just so annoying to be a woman in this world. But I won't go into that. I'm sure it's more annoying to be a gay person. I'm sure it's more annoying to be black. Um, I am uh, a lot luckier than most people on this planet. And I do recognize that and I try to remind myself of it. And I am most certainly luckier, way, way incredibly, unfairly, unbelievably luckier than every non-human on this planet with regard to what we're doing, what, what we have created as a species, our, the, what we have allowed to happen. And um, I don't know, my way of, of fighting it is to be unequivocal in my non-violence to be unequivocal and speaking out for the rights of all animals and um, and that's what I do and um, it's not enough for some people um, because they'd rather see me um, leap on top of a of a like a farm and like you know like paint myself you know pink and sit in a cage you know because they think that that's like for some reason it's just like a lot to them it's just like a lot more exciting or it's just like a lot more I don't know I don't get it um so yeah I could I mean you know I know there are a lot of people who don't respect what I do or think that I'm doing anything worthwhile or anything very important and I, all I can say is I believe in what I'm doing and I know that everybody who's doing something believes in what they're doing for to some degree I think a lot of people um they do so what can I say you know what, what am I going to do about that. I don't know. I can't change with people. I can only be what I believe and be true to myself as a non-violent um, animal rights activist and um, as an abolitionist. And that's what I have to say and I don't know if uh, this is, like I say, that's, that's it. And I'm going to try to do this in Spanish. So wish me luck, because <laughs> I haven't spoken Spanish for ages now. I don't have any Spanish friends in New Zealand, and um, you lose the language fast when you don't speak it. And I haven't done a Spanish podcast for such a long time. I'm sure I don't even have any listeners, and those I do will be 100% in support of um, of um, the animal equality. And probably um, because of a lot of uh, things that have happened, they won't support um, people who, who um, promote Gary Francione. Um, in his work, um, but I'm unapologetically supportive of Gary Francione and his work, and a 
representative as best I can in my way of that work and what it means to me and how I, and what I've learned from it. So, hey, I'm not going to change. So you see, there's a lesson. Alright, so I'm going to go try to do it in Spanish now. Wish me luck, and I hope that this podcast finds everybody well. And thanks for listening. Bye.